Your attention, please. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Salagadula, metricabula, Hey, what is up, guys, and welcome back to the Disney Addicted Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 2, and as always, I am Brian. I hope you guys have had a fantastic summer. I know I have. We've been busy. It's been awesome. This week's episode, we're going to talk about D23. Now, I'm not going to bore you with all the kind of mundane little details. I'm going to tell you the important things. So if you don't want to go looking around these Disney fan websites and get the nitty-gritty of what play area Disney's putting on their Disney Cruise Line. Some people don't care about that. They just want news about the parks that they love, and I'm going to give it to you guys. I hope you enjoy the show. Hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. So, D23 in Anaheim, California, we got a lot of exciting updates and announcements. And I wanted to talk to you guys about them, tell you what I think about it, and kind of mention some of what I feel are the more important ones. Well, first, let's get a couple of the small things out of the way. Uh, Disney Store is coming to Target at a few select locations. I think this really amounts to, instead of seeing Disney merchandise and Disney stuff spread throughout Target, you're going to see it clumped in one area, and they're going to call it a Disney Store in Target. So that's kind of a smaller announcement. It wasn't that exciting to me. Uh, next thing I think that we can look at, what we learned, is a new app, a new planning app in 2020 is coming out called Disney Genie. And this is going to do everything, planning your dining reservations, booking your fast passes. This is Disney basically trying to figure out how to make booking Disney less complicated. And I hope they did do it, and hopefully it opens up Disney to more people who don't want to sit down and plan every detail because you know not everybody is like me and wants to sit down and, and book where they want to eat six months in advance. I don't necessarily think this is the answer. I think right now California has the answer with their Max Pass where you just go on your phone and you book a Fast Pass or you can walk right up to the ride and still get that paper Fast Pass. But hopefully this helps a few people out. So I'm looking forward to seeing this app. Next in the announcements. There's a new Cirque show coming to Disney Springs. And it's going to feature Disney storytelling and characters, and it's coming out March 20th, 2020. Now, I am excited for this. Now, I have seen the old Cirque show at Disney Springs a few times. I did like it, but it had nothing to do with Disney. And you're kind of left sitting there going, oh, I saw a cool show, but I'm in Disney World. I want Disney. And apparently this new show is going to be about Disney, storytell Disney storytelling. It's about an animator whose daughter has these characters come to life and it really influences her life and helps her understand what's important. So I am looking forward to that. You know, and next, uh, kind of a big announcement that we had here. The, they're going to tell you that this Star Wars hotel is not a hotel. They're going to tell you it's nothing like they've ever done before. But it kind of is. But let's talk about, it is called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now, I think this is a brilliant idea by Disney management and advertising. What they basically did 
was built a cruise ship on land and they're going to charge you cruise pricing and give you an immersive experience. Now it's going to be two nights and three days and the whole time you're going to be involved in this storyline. Now you're completely immersed in it from the characters you meet to when you go eat to the clothes that you wear. But get this, here's the price tag, guys. This is rumored, nothing officially announced yet, but it looks like it's going to be $1,000 per guest per night. So you're looking at a family of four. Now, they may run some sort of discounts where it's less per, you know, less per person in your family. But let's just stick with this pricing because I think they would still sell out if they did this. Let's say it's a family of four. You're talking about $4,000 a night. You're looking at eight thousand dollars for three days to do this star wars experience and i think they're going to sell out i think people are going to pay the money i don't think your average family is going to be able to go there and be able to do this i was hoping for a larger hotel that could give more people this star wars experience but i gotta hand it to disney i think this is going to sell out so fast and be a complete money maker for them also, in kind of the hotel room realm, we have Reflections at Disney Lakeside Lodge, which is going to be kind of right near that monorail loop on Bay Lake. Now, it's going to have tree houses and A-frame houses. If you can kind of think of Wilderness Lodge updated. Now, to me, the most exciting thing about this hotel, you're looking at a Princess and the Frog inspired restaurant, much like what you saw before in Disney Cruise Line, but I think obviously a better version of it because you're not dealing with having to be on a cruise line. You're talking about theming for a deluxe hotel. And I, yes, this is a deluxe hotel. This price tag, I'm sure, is going to be well over $400 a night, but it looks absolutely amazing. If you get a chance, go check out that concept art. Now, just kind of going through my notes here, as you can imagine, there were a ton of announcements. I know guys that were covering it down there definitely stayed busy. But let's really try to get to the parks. Now, in the Magic Kingdom, there wasn't too many announcements. They did show the cast member uh, costumes for the Tron roller coaster. And it, they did look great. They kind of look like track suits that you would go jogging in. I think the cast members will be comfortable in them. And they did fit what I think the Tron coaster should have for that kind of theming and ambiance. And next, Disney kind of dropped a bombshell on us. Now, we did kind of have a hint this was coming. We knew they were working on Epcot. But we're basically getting a whole new Epcot. We are talking about them dividing this park into different worlds. We're talking about them adding attractions and kind of revamping really loved attractions that we really hope go the right way. So they are breaking this down into different worlds. There is Discovery World, there is Celebration World, there is obviously World Showcase, and there is Nature World. Now I think the part of the park they're doing the least amount would have to be Nature World. Now you're still going to have uh, the Seas Pavilion, the Living Seas Pavilion with Nemo. You're still going to have the Land Pavilion that is actually getting a new movie. I forgot to write down exactly what that movie's going to be, but you are going to get a new movie in that area. But also in that area, there is going to be a Moana-themed kind of walk-through attraction with living water. Now, to me, this isn't a huge, exciting announcement. To me, I think it's a plus on like kind of the living 
fountains that they had before that shot from one side of the one side of the walkway to the other and kids loved them so they said hey you know let's put some theming to this maybe we can sell some merchandise to it they did give us an opening date for ratatouille which is coming to the france pavilion for january 2020 and the beauty and the beast sing along in that same area is going to open again in january 2020 so that's exciting i always love when they revamp world showcase a little bit but one of the biggest announcements that did come out of this having to do with World Showcase, a Mary Poppins attraction is coming to the UK Pavilion. I couldn't believe it. My daughter was jumping up and down. You know, we're a, a geeky family. We're sitting there watching the feed of this live, like we're watching a movie, eating popcorn, cheering it on. But she was so excited for this Mary Poppins attraction. Now, I will tell you some rumors of what I heard. Now, this is nothing official. But I will tell you some rumors of what I heard about this attraction that did make our family so excited. There is going to be a whole cherry tree lane area. You're going to get to number 17, the bank's house. And that's where your adventure begins. Now, the rumors that I heard have you getting on a carousel. Kind of, I can't imagine they do individual horses of a carousel. But just like on the movie, you're hopping on a carousel. It's going around. And if you can imagine, all of a sudden your carousel horse breaks free and you start going through a Mary Poppins dark ride. It sounds amazing to me with the music of the movie and the animation just touch so many people. I can't wait for them to bring that to life. So I am incredibly looking forward to that. Now, I would say kind of a another announcement having to do with Epcot that we heard was a Disney play area. Now, this is going to be virtual in real characters. It's the kids area that Epcot always needed. Now, in this, you're going to have an Edna Mode kind of fashion show. You're going to be able to have a water balloon fight with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And there's going to be a lot of, you know, Wreck-It Ralph uh, character meet and greets, things like that to keep the kids excited about Epcot. And I like that because I think that's been missing for a long time. There was Kidcot in the World Showcase where kids could visit the different countries. I did like that, but I think this is taking it to another level. So this is a part of the park that people with little kids are going to want to go to. Now, World Discovery. Now, this is the part of the park near Test Track, Mission Mars, things like that. Everybody knew there was the Guardians coaster that was getting built. Biggest indoor coaster I have ever seen for sure. But we have an official name, and that's going to be Guardians Cosmic Rewind. Now, we did get some concept art of the queue that says there's going to be, they call it a, gal a galaxarium. That's a mouthful. I, I think I said that right. A galaxarium. Basically, a planetarium that's going to show you galaxies walking through. And something that this ride is going to feature, your roller coaster ride vehicles are going to be able to rotate 360 degrees so that it brings you to each show scene I'm assuming in between certain roller coaster parts, but I'm imagining I've seen other roller coasters, whether it be at Busch Gardens, whatever, that are actually turning as you're going through the attraction. And if knowing Disney, kind of like, you know, on Haunted Mansion, where they're turning your vehicle and getting you to see what you want and not see what they don't want you to see, this is going to be amazing. And it's going to include the first backwards launch into space. So we'll see how that turns out. I don't know if I hope that's not just a gimmick. I hope there's something to that, something visual that's really going to get us feeling immersed in this environment having to do with Guardians of the Galaxy. And keeping on that same theme with space, 
they have announced a new restaurant, Space 220. Now, the theming of this restaurant is you're 220 miles up right from Epcot, and it gives you that live view of what you would see if you were 220 up from Epcot. And my favorite part of this, and if you guys are old enough to remember the Living Seas uh, pavilion like I do, the hydrolators. If you remember that, you got into this elevator-looking room, and they shook the floor, and with some video and stuff like that, they got you to think you were going down into this sea base. Well, in this, they're putting you in basically another hydrolator, and they're making you feel like they're shooting you up into space a little bit. That's going to be my favorite part of it. I'm going to make sure as soon as this opens, I get a review out to you guys, but I am really looking forward to it. It's run by the same group that does a few different restaurants on Disney property, the Rainforest Cafe, and the Patina Group. So they always do pretty well. I don't think they have the greatest food in the world, but they do do a decent job. And that leads us to our next thing that is being done in Epcot. And this is kind of controversial for me because it's a ride I love and I never want it to change, but I also do see that it needs some love and attention. And I am talking about the large ball. I am talking about Spaceship Earth. And it is getting an, I'll call it an overlay slash spruce up. Now this spruce up right now, Spaceship Earth takes you through the history of mankind talking about communication and technology. And what they are putting into this is a theming of storytelling. So there's going to be a new narration. And there's also, they call it, I believe they called it a, a story fire that, or a story ball that's going to follow you. So to me, that means they're going to add some new narration and a few screens of this thing that's going to follow you and try to connect this story a little better. I am glad they are not, as far as I know right now, touching a lot of the original scenes. That would break my heart. This is one of my favorite rides, one of my family's favorite rides. So I hope they give it the attention to detail that it truly deserves. And, you know, speaking of attention to detail, Epcot now is famous for its festivals, whether it be food and wine, flower and garden, and they are building a new festival center. And this is going to be located kind of where Club Cool is now. But picture a three-story building made of glass with a little park on top with trees and benches where you're going to be able to watch the new fireworks. And speaking of the new fireworks, there is a new fireworks show coming to World Showcase Lagoon called Harmonious. And it is the largest nighttime show that Disney has ever put on. So I'm really looking for that. Replacing Illuminations is a tough, tough job. I expect to be let down a little bit just because of the nostalgia from Illuminations. But let's see. I think Disney deserves our, our trust. They've done a great job with a lot of the things we've loved before. I think they deserve our trust to be able to put in something for a nighttime show that will get will make getting rid of illuminations worth it, right? So I think that might kind of wrap up what we learned about Epcot. I know that's a lot. And this is me kind of weeding out the things I'm not sure you guys wanted to hear about. But that will do it for Epcot, and that kind of moves us over to Hollywood Studios. Now, with Galaxy's Edge just opening, there's not too much going on at, Cal on, at Hollywood Studios. But we do still have, this is the ride, the attraction I am most looking forward to. More than Marvel Avengers, more than Star Wars. It is called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And this is taking the place of the great movie ride. Now, I love the great movie ride. And I think that in order 
To replace the great movie ride with something I was looking forward to even more, you had to include Mickey and Minnie. You had to make it classic. Now, this isn't necessarily classic Mickey and Minnie. This is more the new Disney animated shorts with Mickey and Minnie. That's the type of animation style. But they're calling this 2.5D. So basically, with the aid, without the aid of glasses, they're going to make you feel like you're in a 3D environment. Now, we got to see the costumes and the ride vehicle and a couple shots from inside the ride, and I do not think this is going to disappoint. Now, the ride vehicle does just look like the great movie ride ride vehicles with a railroad engine in front of it pulling it. But if you look in the railroad engine, it looks like there's going to be a screen where Goofy is the conductor of your railroad, and you can only imagine what happens from there. Now, it does look like there's a lap bar on these, so I can only imagine there might be a small section that might be a little bit more wild than the Great Movie Ride. Either that, or they just don't want you getting up in the middle of it because it's a slow-moving ride. But I'm hoping, I always like a tiny bit of thrill in my rides. This does look absolutely gorgeous and is what I want to see more and more and more from Disney Imagineering. Now, looking more on some of the Orlando parks, uh, I think I pretty much covered about everything. From the new Festival Center, Spaceship Earth, Guardians. So I think that's going to have to bring us to Disneyland. Now, I'll make it quick with this. Disneyland is getting a new parade. It's called Magic Happens. I think that's a horrible name. You might as well just say, you know, poop happens. Here it is. Um, the song that they had with it was not very catchy. I mean, I'm going to have to see it when it's with the parade to really make a judgment, but I didn't really like it at all. The floats look okay, but they look like repurposed floats from previous parades. So I kind of think this was Disneyland looking at their announcements and saying, oh, I think we need a little bit more. Disney World has a hell of a lot going with Epcot. Uh, let's do a new parade. And... I don't know. Obviously, you have to reserve judgment for this parade until you see it, but I'm just not impressed by what I'm seeing so far. Now, next, the announcement was one of the biggest announcements of the whole expo. And even though it is in Disneyland, I am so excited for this and am going to make a trip as soon as possible to see this. And we already knew an Avengers area was coming to California Adventure, but now we know it's called Avengers Campus. And this is going to be the group of Avengers are going trying to recruit new superheroes. Now, kind of one of the more important aspects of this is the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, WEB. And this is going to house, get this, a Spider-Man attraction. Now, I am a huge fan of the Spider-Man attraction at Universal, so I cannot wait to see what Disney can do with this. And from what I understand, it's going to be interactive. Now... This kind of looks like the ride vehicles, not necessarily at Universal, but you might as well say that. If you look at the Spider-Man ride vehicles from Universal and you squared them off a little bit and put a piece of glass in front of the people riding the vehicle and had them go through certain ride scenes, I think that's what's going to be like. But one of the coolest parts of this that they are claiming they can get you to do is be able to shoot out webs during this attraction and collect these spider bots that Spider-Man by accident let out. And I am definitely, I'm assuming Tom Holland is going to make his last role in the Marvel Universe 
be this ride, and I am really looking forward to it. I want who doesn't want to shoot webs like Spider-Man? I mean, come on! If you have ever seen Spider-Man, whether you're an adult or a kid, you've made that hand motion, thinking, "Man, I could launch myself up onto that building right now." So I really hope they pull through with that. Next kind of important address in this is the Pym Test Kitchen, and they get this. This is fun. They are going to play with your food size. So you're going to get everything from a ginormous pretzel to itty bitty tiny drinks or different things. Whether the fries are going to be gigantic and they're going to be little slider burgers. This is also a place where you're going to get to meet Ant-Man and the Wasp for the first time. Which my daughter is super excited about. So we can't wait to go. And you're also talking about in this area there's going to be... Now I have a rumor about this area. It's called... It's a Doctor Strange area, and they're calling it kind of a meet and greet, but I have kind of heard a rumor that this is more going to be like Jedi training. If you've been to Hollywood Studios where you can see the little kids go up and pretend to be Jedis, and there's a small show that goes on with it, I believe they're going to do this with Avengers, and there may be a few surprise entrances from either Avengers villains or other Avengers themselves that are going to surprise these kids and the kids get to interact with it and do these magical movements with Doctor Strange which could be great and I always love seeing little kids surprised and that that smile on their face that's what this is all about right it's not necessarily for us to be able to see these real things for these kids and believe they are making this magic happen that's what it's all about now a huge announcement having to do with this land came at the end and I am very excited for this, but I also think it's something that is years and years and years away. But that does, that can't stop us from getting excited about it. We're theme park fans, right? We're the type of people that get excited about Pandora and seven years later it gets built. Or get excited about Star Wars and another seven years later it gets built. But you are going to be able to get on a Quinjet, the Avengers jet, and fly with the Avengers, go to Wakanda, and then, you know, all hell ensues. And I'm sure you're fighting bad guys right with them. Now, they said they are working on finding a new ride system for this. But I have heard a couple rumors of this, and I hope I am right. Hey, I am not right all the time. I had to make a correction video having to do with Star Wars. But what I have heard is this is going to kind of be like Flight of Passage. Where you are all going to be... There's one big theater, but at first you're all linked up on these four chairs. And that's kind of the beginning part of it where you're flying in the jet and then maybe the jet blows up and you pull out over this large screen and it feels like you're flying with this jet pack yourself. Now that's what I've heard. And if that is the case, whew, like it would give me goosebumps. That would be amazing. Flying around with, uh, you know, Spider-Man swinging by and Iron Man and just getting to see Wakanda and seeing what they can do with the CGI with Wakanda would be absolutely amazing. And you know, guys, I think that will do it. For the announcements that we heard at D23, I think you heard some of what I think about all of these. I think Disney is doing a great job of moving forward. They are raising ticket prices, and yes, less people are going. We saw that with their earnings report. I think that's on purpose. I think that's how they're dealing with the crowds. They're raising prices. Less people will go, which, man, does it stink, but it's reality. I But I do like, if I'm going to pay that price... At least do cool stuff like this. I am very much looking forward. Everything from... I even haven't had a chance to check out Star Wars yet. I've heard a few reviews of it. Next trip, I am definitely 
getting to Star Wars. Me and my daughter are going at rope drop. We're going to hit Rise of the Resistance. We're going to hit Smuggler's Run. We're going to try the blue milk, the green milk. And if you had, have it, haven't had a chance, guys, go check out some of those videos that some of these other sites have done having to do with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It looks incredible. And if anything, seeing those makes me more excited for the immersive experiences they're going to put out in the future. So I hope you've enjoyed this, guys. I hope you get, I gave you kind of a semi-concise overview of all of this news. It was kind of a whirlwind, so I was hoping to put it all together in one place. So I hope you guys did enjoy it. And remember, guys, till next time, have a magical day.